So welcome, 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 so welcome to No Stupid, no stupid Questions. Question. Hello, stupid everybody. This week's is for real with T-Leak like, and Jag. Like a dungeon. What's up? No, no specific <laughs> order. I love No Stupid <laughs> Questions show. <laughs> Can we curse on this show? To do whatever it's we feel. Okay. Time is your question for, for today. No. Raw, raw, like All right. Stupid. So, question. What's the name of the show, Jag? No Stupid Questions. Welcome to this episode of... My first question is, who are you? No stupid question. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the No Stupid Question Show, starring T. Leak. That's me. And, and little shining a little less, but Jag. <laughs> this is the show where you have two smart, smart ass folks. <laughs> One stupid ass question. Well, or so we thought. That part is for sure. <laughs> Not a stupid ass question. All right. So what's our stupid ass question for today? T-Leak. Is Chris Rock fighting back now? For those who are not aware, Chris Rock has a new Netflix special. That's right. And you know, we always talk about how we don't want to market stuff. But I'm going to say, I'm going to say no. You're going to say no? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we don't want to market stuff. No, oh, I'm sorry. I'm saying no to the question. Okay. But no, I, I, I was I was saying... We're not trying to promote. We're not trying to promote stuff. But, but we know this may prompt a few people to go watch the Chris Rock special. And, and I wouldn't be mad about that. So that's, that's what we'll get into. Right, right, right. So the name of the special is Selective Outrage. Which maybe that should be the question. <laughs> obviously, he takes a moment to talk about his friend, he takes, Smith. And, and let's be clear. First of all, did you answer the question? I'm about to answer the question. Oh, okay. And I'll so let you answer the question. I believe he is fighting back now. Okay. All right. A year well, we later. Gotta, we got a head to head. Right. So, so... And this is this this is part of it. It is such a small part of the special. It really is. I mean, yeah, I he don't, makes, he I don't makes, feel like he makes this... a joke about making rappers mad a couple well, of times. Well, because <laughs> duh, but that's not a <laughs> I don't think that's a fight back comment. And then I don't even think the couple minutes that he spent on that topic, which he almost sort of, he, I think he put it to the end intentionally because mm -hmm. it actually, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think he shows anger. I mean, he's, he's frustrated, but I feel like his frustration is from all the things he talks about leading up to it that actually contextualize the whole situation very well. So I, I feel like he that. told a story as he does. I mean, it, it's Chris Rock. If you don't like Chris Rock, you're not going to like the special, period. He's always insightful in such a way that his comedy is can be bordering on uncomfortable. Sometimes you'll feel uncomfortable. Sometimes you'll laugh. And, and there were like, uncomfortable moments. Oh, for sure. And I want to make sure that we all understand in Black history, comedy has always been a way to deal with struggle. Right. 
So, and Chris, I mean, you know, you could say, oh, well, he did this for the, no. First of all, I just, that's the other thing I wanted to, uh, everybody keeps talking about how he made all this money to, to tell his story now. No, he didn't. This is, as I understand it, you correct me if I'm wrong, this is part of a two special deal, which one of which he had already done. Yeah, and I don't know what his contract said. He may have been running up on his time limit, so he had to get this so, one out. Honestly, but it was part of a two special deal, from what I understand. Yeah, uh, so I'm people here. saying, "Oh, he did, he he waited and he did." Honestly, when you look at the material, there was so much more material that was so pointed to where we are today outside of the slap. But the slap is a part of the attention economy that we live in today. Right. It led to the slap that I, I thought it was actually bordering on. I still don't, I still can't give him Dave Chappelle masterful, but mm. bordering on the storytelling in terms of it actually being the, the whole story running from minute zero to the last minute made sense. So I'm, I'm a, I'm a few things you said now I want to put in, put in sharper focus. Small part of the show. But you with the sharper focus. Yeah. Small small part of the show. Talked about Will Smith. Uh, he called him Suge Smith at one point. I thought that was pretty cute. Was he lying? I'm going to mm. say that a lot in this episode. Was he lying? So kind of Suge-like. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> hang you up get on up the balcony there and or nothing. He came from freaking Florida to slap his ass into L.A. <laughs> yeah, Okay. Anyway, it was about it was probably about 10% of the show. The show was probably an hour long, and the part about Will and Jada was six minutes tops. Incorrect. Four minutes tops? Three Timed minutes it. tops. Yeah, okay. it was it was four minutes tops. Okay. Because the because the, the it started at about seven, but the credits were about two and a half, three. Okay. Well, I can't do that math in my head. Uh so it's less than 10%. Let's call it 7.5%. I get close to doing it in my head. Anyway, so it was a small part of the show. But I still think he was fighting back because, you know, when you when when people fight back, they use the tools that they are best in command of to strike out at people. And no, last year he wasn't going to get slapped in the face, pop up and have a fist fight with the guy who played Muhammad Ali in the movie. He just wasn't going to do that. Very but, smart. Very smart of him, by the way. He, he ain't no fool. <laughs> but he does attack with words a little bit. And I think this was his form of fighting back. Now, the interesting thing is, I don't think he felt good about it. Felt um, good about? Felt good about him fighting back in this that, special. Chris Rock. I saw emotion. Know. To me, he felt, uh, to me, he was... At some point, as he was going through this four-minute part of his show, the emotions in that four-minute were much higher than any other part of the show, rightfully so. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see in six months whether or not he'll say, yeah, I, I'm glad I did that, or I wish I did. I stayed away from that. It's going to be interesting to see. And I'm, I'm leaning on the side of he's going to say, oh, I wish I kind of left that alone. So maybe the question should be, do you think Chris Rock is going to regret this in six well, months? That'll be a different show. <laughs> listen, to, listen to it here on the No Stupid oh, Questions okay. show. And okay. when he says All right, it, I feel you. Come Let's back and, back around. Let's and, and buy us a coffee and, and say, damn, they was, he was right. <laughs> well, we'll come bring it back around. All right. 
You think he was, that's interesting. I think he still has a lot of emotion around it. Right, no doubt. And I think that he is, so one, can't argue with, Chris Rock is very intelligent. And I'm sure he's been thinking about, and I, I heard somewhere, maybe it was some articles that I read after the fact, that he has in the past done anger management classes. Hmm. Interesting. I have no idea if that's true. So I'm just throwing that out there. I did read it in an article though, but on the internet. <laughs> and I just feel like he is still processing. So it's interesting because will he think differently about those last minutes where he covered this? I mean, he dropped the mic at the end. Sorry, spoiler. Maybe we should say that. You yeah. may want to watch this special watch before, show you before you listen to it. Before you we'll listen put, to this we'll put that in the notes because we don't want to spoil it for you. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I, I honestly feel like he handled it in a way that was so, like, was he lying? Like, everything he said, I was like, but is he lying, though? And, but, and so, so little you can argue with that I don't feel like, I mean, shoot, you could argue more with how he said OJ was a murderer. <laughs> you know, there's people that argue with you I, on that. I, I had problems with that. Because <laughs> I'm still not convinced <laughs> that OJ murdered them two people. Spoiler alert. <laughs> he calls him a murderer. <laughs> I'm not convinced. And I was upset by that. He shouldn't have put so that out that's, that's probably one of the few times, like most of the time he's like, but is he lying though? So, and, so and it was said, interesting. He said, "Go ahead." I mean, he might have been on the, on the part about, about God and the lying. Kardashians too. Well, we going I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick to the fighting part, bag part, which is the four minutes. In that four minutes, he he rarely. I can only think of one opinion he gave in that four minutes. I'm telling you, that's and everything was, else was factual. And that's, exactly that's factual. That's why it felt like it wasn't fighting back as much as let me just tell y'all what's going on here. And it felt like he started that from the beginning. You know, I, I know you said we're going to focus on the fighting back, but that's the reason why I don't feel like it was fighting back because it was so like, like him just trying to understand it and his comedy is how he does that, is how he works through. I got to go back to, and you know, I may have mentioned it on this show. I don't even remember because I say it all the time. When Chris Rock said, you should never push a person down the steps. I don't know if I'm quoting this exactly right, but you, it's the gist. But I damn sure can understand. Right. So there are things that, you know, he would give examples of, and I mean, it's things that you're not supposed to do. do the, and he's working through them and trying to understand like how, how this really plays out in real life. Cause yeah, you shouldn't do it, but some people drive you to some, some BS, some bullshit. Right. And so I, I feel like he was still processing and that's why the emotion was still there. I think that's what I felt on that, those last minutes, but I felt like it was also, it made sense. Like you said, it was factual and it made sense because he was talking about what our current obsession with attention has brought out, red table talk, 
Mm-hmm. All the internet posting. Talk, uh, you know, right. people showing their ass. Right. People calling people out their name. I mean, he seemed to be talking about how people call Will Smith a bitch. What do you do when when everybody in the damn world, Twitter, black Twitter, black world is calling you a bitch? Uh, excuse me, and I don't use these words, a bitch ass nigga. <laughs> you know, and, and that gets to not only the society we live in, but the traditions, like them or not, in black society. Like the response to that is, Puff it up, show it, show out, show and prove. And it, that's, that's, what, that's what I got from what Chris was saying, but he painted the picture, the backdrop of that slap so well to me that it didn't feel like fighting back. It just felt like, let me just, let me just break this down. Like, let me break it down for me and let me break it down for y'all. Like, I'm not fighting back. I'm just trying to understand like how we get here. Like, why are we here? I love Will Smith. He said, I love Will Smith. I love Will Smith's music. I loved him in his movies. He made some great movies. How'd we get here? That's what I got out of it. So for me, it wasn't a fight back. It was more of a like, and, and, you know, and then people talking about how, because he does mention, you know, he was always told not to fight in front of white people. Mm -hmm. Not to fight black people, right? What did he say? Black people shouldn't fight in front of white. Black people shouldn't fight in front of white. His parents told so, him. So honestly, he didn't. He spoke truth, right? And, and then you talk about fighting, right? He didn't resort to violence, which is ultimately what he said. Well, He didn't okay. say you shouldn't stand up for yourself. He didn't say, like, to me, that wasn't fighting back. That was him just being like, what's up? What are we doing here? So, so and he started the show. And again, watch the show before you listen. Stop, stop now. Stop go watch the show because I don't want to spoil it for you. But he started with fighting words don't hurt as much as punches do. <laughs> I believe the quote was <laughs> all those people that say words don't hurt ain't never been punched, punched in the in face. The face. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he said something about words, you know, anyway, words only hurt as much if you write them on a brick. Uh, <laughs> but words good, do hurt. Good shit, good shit. <laughs> but, wor- but words do hurt. And he knows words hurt. So, you know, I think he was fighting to some extent. But he's also in an industry where it's all about the words. No doubt. No and, doubt. And, and, and it would have been disingenuous. They are in an industry. We, and we, again, painting the picture, we're in a society where words, we throw words around all the time. You let those break you down, you're going to be broke down. Don't mean You not read the me. reviews on Twitter, you read, you know, don't post something and somebody don't like it or some just random, you know, it talks about you negatively. Uh, you know, I post dance videos. I've had some negative comments. You post dance videos? <laughs> funny. So. <laughs> okay. So. Anyway, y'all can write about us and we'll respond. Ha- my ass is not hanging out, which is the other thing he said. I love, love, so again, spoiler alert. He talks about this addiction we have to attention. I call it the attention economy. 
because basically people are addicted to the money that they hope comes from attention. He didn't say that. I did. That's right. But it's a little more than that, too. People do like to be liked. True. That is is human nature. That is you're right. Not trying to make money, and they the social media engine is based on the human need for belonging and connection. Right. And so this, the attention is about connection because so many of us are not finding it. And don't get me started because that's, that's for a whole nother reason. That's because you got to be really comfortable with yourself to get connected with somebody else. Let's not go down that's that That's another path. show. Yeah, that's another show. <laughs> put, a, put a pin in that one. Put a pin in that one. <laughs> but the four things, you remember the four things? I remember the four things. I, not, to not, satisfy our attention addiction. Right, but I'm also tell you, this wasn't Chris Rock's best work to me. It seemed like you enjoyed it a lot more than I did. Well, okay, hold on. Your so, question wasn't whether or not it was his best work. Well, we just, well, no, that wasn't my question, but okay. we're talking about a lot of things. Okay, talking about you, the you four want me, things you want me to tell you whether or not I thought no, it was his best work? No, not really. Okay. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> Don't freak it up. Don't challenge I'm, me. I'm going to just, this was an example of why I thought this was like a first or second cut. You know how you test jokes before you really fine tune them? I kind of felt like he was testing some stuff before he really fine tune them. Very and possible. So, so maybe he went and got the bag early and should have tested it in a few more venues before he put it on Netflix. But anyway, that, this gets the, the reason I'm bringing it up. Because the he, Elon Musk thing went, I was like, stop, what are you doing? Yeah, that was too much. Was, and the four things, he, he said the four bad. easy things to do to get attention. Show your ass. Not easy. Three's not easy. But he said four easy. And then he said number three, which is why I felt like he needed okay. to work. Okay, got it, got it, got it. He okay. said, show your ass. I'm about to go blank. Infamous. Be infamous. Do some stupid shit, in other words. Right, right. Which I I wish he hadn't said that, but it's maybe true. Be great. Uh, uh, Maybe. Be great. Well, it's not so easy. The stuff he named was the stuff he named was not so easy. Shoot up a school. Try to stab Dave Chappelle with a knife. How many? How many? How many? Uh, uh, guns you got in the house? Huh? Huh? How many guns I got in the house? I mean, it's easy as relative. It's not easy. To be great, and he talked about Serena. To me, that's that's the one that He said that that's not easy, so yeah. He did say it was not easy, but he was naming the four. Well, you know what? Let me say this. It's not easy for the average person, because what he said is that's not everybody. But, but, But the bottom line is not everybody has it. Like for the people who for Serena, that well, was we easy. disagree on that. No, it wasn't what? easy. What? Why? Why do you think easy. it wasn't easy? Because Mr. Williams started her off at three years old swinging a racket. Wasn't nothing easy about her journey. Oh boy, yeah. y'all be trying to we say to a, she worked to harder. Separate, she worked harder than everybody that's, else. That's not. But guess no, no. Let me tell. Let me say something. She worked harder than. That, that, I, I believe that even if. The average person worked as hard as she did. They weren't going to be no Serena. I don't know that. Because you don't get people that work that hard. You can't show me an example of the average person that worked as hard as she did. Because you don't be average if you work that hard. (laughs) You got to be kidding me. No, I'm not. There there are certain people that you, you, and I think it is the average person. You're obviously saying it's not. But you're going to say that there is, everybody can work as hard as she did. And be as good as she. 
every person. No, I don't think I don't think everyone can work as hard as she can. I'm not asking you that. So, but oh, I think so if you're you take saying they person, can't work as hard as she can. Because, so that's not even they, possible for them to work as hard as she can. But that's well, already saying that it was easier for her because she could work. But that, you're you're I'm just saying it was nothing it easy the about it's nothing easy about her journey. Not a thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. She worked. She put more hours in right. on the on the court than anyone else. Number four, because I don't know what that. was number four. <laughs> uh oh, damn! That that one I didn't write down. What was number four? The number four, because I remember it was similar to number two, because number two was be infamous, mm-hmm. and number four was be a victim. Be a victim. Yeah. There we go. Because he tied it in, right? Be a victim. Right. And he wasn't talking about being Sound a real victim. familiar? He wasn't talking about being a real victim. Well, he was talking about playing a victim. And he playing the ana- victim role. The analogy he gave, well, again, victim is relative, right? He, you got people crying. He, he, and in fact, he said this. And again, was he lying? The fact that white people, white men in particular, claim victims. Are victims now. Right. It's like... Boo. I mean, you you know, we could we could say we oh we were victims of Stanford, but it's a lot at Stanford. Oh geez, here we go. <laughs> I'm when, going to go back they, to Chris Rock's they, analogy. When they, when go they in painted, the emergency room with a paper cut. When, go home. When, when somebody home put some when somebody wrote niggas on the Kappa flyer and they painted Beethoven black with red. Your eyes and the horns. I was victimized. I want thing. you to tell Emmett Till's mother about it was a different your level of victimization. There's a different level what, of victimization. But what, no, but that's what he's saying. He's saying that we got people with paper cuts. But of, that wasn't of, no paper cut. I'm, in, I'm supposed us. to be in. I'm supposed to be in a safe, intellectual, elite atmosphere, and I got people calling me niggers. Okay, so did you fear for your life? I don't fear for my life when I'm in Louisiana in the back woods and somebody called me nigga. I mean, that's it's just not how I was brought up. Okay, so you wasn't you you don't be scared that till till is gonna happen to you? No, not really. No. Okay, you don't I, think I, it's gonna happen to you, or you just not scared of it? Neither. I mean, how can you be scared of something that you don't think is possible? Do I think somebody gonna come in one in my uncle house and pull me out? No, we got too many guns. No, ain't no way. Ain't happening in my family's. No, ain't no way. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so my question is: So what? You were scared at Stanford because you were not a victim I, I was, then. I was, if I you, was not. I was victims, not scared. I what was. was your, what were you a victim of? I was disturbed. Oh, poor Jack. You got disturbed? Yeah. Dude, that's a paper cut. That ain't no paper cut. That is definitely a paper cut. If you actually so, had some fear, I would give you victimhood. But that's okay. the problem is okay. when you have okay. victims I that said, are fearing for their lives, for their safety, and you up here talking about, I was disturbed by that. Coming from where you came from, so 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 then I don't give you the, being profiled by the police it shouldn't disturb you either unless you get shot is what you're saying. You so what I'm saying is when you have people 
How many people get profiled by the police? I don't know. I've been profiled quite a few times. So I would guarantee you that other black men in more than just Stanford's campus across, let's even give it California, not even the nation. There's a ton of black men being profiled. Uh-huh. So you, you. So you, we shouldn't worry about that. That's a paper cut. It's a paper cut. It's not that you didn't get, you got cut. Mm, but interesting. somebody didn't take your paper cut and open it up into a full-blown wound that you bled out on. Interesting. So we shouldn't, we shouldn't be upset about it. Okay. It's it, it's not about. Okay. I, the, I'm, I don't want to argue that point. We getting, we getting far afield. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's that, another show. Isn't that what we do? <laughs> we do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we do get far afield quite a bit. But So just so everybody knows that was Chris Rock's analogy. And I do think that, yes, the, the, the emergency rooms are filled cut. with people with paper yes. cuts. The victims uh, are the ones who are I thought was the best line in the broke. whole show. Yeah, it was, it was great. It was a great line. It was a great line. So, so again, this attention addiction, addiction, addiction. Right. Let me say that again. Right. We are addicted to attention. Right. right. And what it brings us, whether that be connection, whether that be belonging, whether that be money, there's, there's an addiction to attention in today's society. And I thought that is actually one of the most powerful concepts that he brought up. And, and it is something that Chris Rock does. If you watch him, he will put his finger right on it and you'll be like, oh, shit, that's it. That's it. Well, see, you know what's funny about this whole thing? That sounded kind of sexual, but I, I'll keep it moving. Yeah, keep it moving. <laughs> what's funny about this whole thing is I think Chris Rock was sending subliminal messages to people that ended up criticizing him. Because what's one of the biggest criticisms you see of this show? That he was out there taking advantage of this situation for the money that he was playing the victim role and took advantage of this for the money. I didn't see that. I don't I don't get that criticism of him. But well, they didn't pay him more. Well, people don't know. Well, that's, that, well, that's number one. Number one is, you know, before you say, because it has, I have seen it, I've heard it, that he got paid 40 million for the special. He didn't get right. paid 40 million for the special. He just, got paid 40 million clear. just to talk about Will Smith. He got now. 40 million. No, he got, four, I believe the contract for two specials, one of which was already done, was 40 million. So he didn't I, I get paid know. 40 million for this special. Well, okay. I don't, I don't know. He might have got 80 I didn't million see, total. I didn't see the contracts either. But what I, I, see, but what I do know is the contract appeared to be in place before. Correct. He got slapped. All right. Thank you, lawyer. So I don't care if he made 40 million or 20 million. It was in place before. It was in place before. That's that's the bottom line. The bottom line is it wasn't like he said, oh, Netflix, I'll do this. How much you going to pay me? I'll talk talk about about Will and Jada. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded strange. Maybe he should have. I know we got this contract, but... uh, So can I, can I, cause, cause, you know, and people were saying like, oh, he's, he's fighting again with Will and Jada. I mean, he brought up so many other people. He talked about Meghan Markle. Was he lying? That was also funny to me. I thought that was actually quite funny. I think it can be funny once he perfect his, his delivery was a little I, I, and maybe it's because I always think Meghan Markle, I'm like, boo, what did you, what did you think he was doing? Yeah, but you, you, 
I mean, have you done a show on Meghan Markle? I don't know. I know you. I knew when he said that, I was like, TB is loving this. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I got to see who's writing some of this stuff for Chris Rock. Because I'm sure she sent this in. I was like, mm, what is he lying though? Megan, what did you? And he said... <laughs> Well, you're talking about a you're talking about a young lady, bless her heart, who didn't realize she was black, living in the house with a black mom. I just don't understand the whole Meghan Markle story. So okay, well let's let's. I just have to say, I mean, I don't think he talked about any any um, like he didn't talk about Will and Jada were. So that's the reason why I don't feel like it was a fight back he, and attack. He, he cursed a little more when he talked about Will and Jada. He was more heated, granted. Granted, yeah. but I don't feel again to your point. It was factual, so you 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 have there's a lot behind it. He's not emotionally connected to Meghan Markle. He's emotionally connected to this situation. So yes, there's emotion behind it. But again, I mean, like I you said, he went he's out his way factual. to quote. He quote, I would think he went out his way to research and quote people that called Will Smith a bitch. I think he did do that. He said it a couple times. He did say it. Quite a few. <laughs> Quite a, I mean, he even said Charlemagne and the Breakfast Club. Why you got to say both? <laughs> but that's just overemphasis. That's fighting to me. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. I. Uh, so I'm. I'm just gonna in answer to this question. Okay. And, and I. And I. You know. And obviously, if you've made it this far and you didn't care about the spoilers, I do highly encourage you to watch it. I think there. There are some, as as Jack said. I mean, there's probably some things that could be tightened. Like again, I gave him, but he still wasn't as tight as as Dave. No, I didn't have many belly laughs. Let's put so, it that way. So well, so but, cool. but do you, do you, do you have belly laughs at Chris Rock? I never do. Chris Rock stuff is always edgy enough to be <laughs> uncomfortable. Laugh is about as far as it gets. Yeah, I don't know. I I used to like Chris Rock a little more than I like him now. You I, belly I think, laughed on Chris Rock in the past. I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Maybe I hadn't belly laughed since he played that zebra. He was funny as a zebra. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's up with comedians, but. Once they get up in a little age, boy, the best thing they do is that animation. <laughs> that Eddie Murphy is funny as a, as an animated character, and this Chris oh, Rock God. is funny as a beast. <laughs> oh, watch me some Madagascar, one, two, and three. All right. Well, that aside, that kind of laughter I never have with Chris Rock because. He is so accurate with his picture and it's it's uncomfortable, the accuracy and the topic matter that he is usually dealing with. And so I got to say, you're probably right. You're probably right. I, but, I, but I will say his his social commentary uh, is excellent. It is excellent. Uh, he is a he is a master at that. He is a master at it. Yeah. So so he's I mean, again, he's highly intelligent. He's highly intelligent. And and I do have a friend who's working on becoming a comedian, and she's talked to me about the 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 science really, um, which you can appreciate as a engineer, and is it is really the the composition of a joke is actually really difficult to make up to to put together in in such a way that it is effective. Mm. And when you talk about a show, 
that's a whole nother level, right? Where you are able to weave it and segue and all that stuff. And, you know, again, I call, I do consider Dave Chappelle, like, like or not the content, even for me, he tells a story that is tight. Right. No it's doubt. It's always tight. No doubt. Chris had some some loose ends, some, you know, not so he great tied, stitches. He, we, he weaved. He weaved. No, he weaved. I'm telling you, I felt like it made sense. What he said at the end made sense in the context of all the things he said up until then. Uh, right. And that's the reason why, like I said, I don't feel like it was fighting back as much as it was like, let me just, this is this is just what, where we are today. And, and I'm frustrated with it and I'm upset about it, but it is what it is. And, 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 and I, and and I will, but I will say, so maybe, maybe I'll come over to you on this, on this. Maybe he was fighting, but not Will and Jada. Because Mm. what I heard is, and, and you said this, which is that it's the people that called him out on his integrity, potentially, um, his, his masculinity, Manhood, maybe, right. yeah, yep. Um, and it was basically like, and and you know, what his parents taught him, like, I was raised, is what he said, right? That didn't seem like it was directed necessarily at Jada and and Will as much as it was at all these people that wanted him to react in a certain way, and because he didn't, had you know, things to say. I, mm. I might say that it might mm. have been a fight back against everybody and kind of the whole show was just a, this is where we are. And it, it is largely not good. Right. The division, so, you know, he talks I, about I, the division of the country, but anyway. I, I like that nuance you just brought in there because I was struggling a little bit with whether or not he was really fighting Will and Jada. But maybe he was fighting our, uh, you know, where society is right now. And the people that attacked him and how it hit him in this particular instance yeah so so i'll double down on the fighting with your expanded definition (laughs) i appreciate that and i'll I'll come over i'll come over to that side so i think all right but we're we're at a good point now you know we always have a call to action what's our call to action like what do you do about this Well, my, my, you know, what, what I would say is, I'm going to, I'm going to say this. I, I was listening to Karen Hunter. I don't know if you're familiar with Karen Hunter. Um, I am a, vaguely, yes. She's a journalist and she's on right. urban radio on Sirius and she has a YouTube podcast, which I might be on, but maybe not. If I say this. <laughs> um, you know, she was talking about, she hadn't seen it mm-hmm. and she said she wasn't going to see it. Mm. Um, because um, she saw the preview and the preview was of course hyping up. I think the the part that it hyped up was when he talked about the fact that he watched Emancipation. Right. Just so he could see Will get whooped. Get whipped. And and she was talking about how it was a, you know, that kind of, defiled, I guess, for lack of a better word, I can't remember the word she used, that the the, the true story that emancipation was. I didn't know Chris that. Rock. And that's what I was like, whoa, Ooh. that was like a big jump. And I said, that's out of context because you have to hear the lead up to that. Right. To that statement. And yeah, I, 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 didn't, that, I did not get that. 
So, I so that what I would say, and this is the case with everything that, and we've said this before on other shows, I think when we may have talked about Dave Chappelle's show and everything is, you know, if you're going to have an opinion about something, it was very important for Jag and I to, to if we were going to talk about it, to see it. Right. And if you're going to talk about something, um, please be informed about it to the extent that you can talk about it with you know, credibility. And, and I mean, your opinion is, 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 everyone should have, of course, strength behind their opinion, but you also need to have the data. And, right. and I feel like, I mean, there were, I don't know that Chris Rock said this explicitly, but underneath what he was saying is that we have become very superficial, right? Is that it's about the infamy, this one action that you might do and that it defines you and it makes yep. you popular or not. You know, the, this, this concept that, um, you know, excellence is hard to achieve. So you do that or you just get naked. That's superficial, right? Or you claim victimhood. So you take on this facade of I'm a victim when in actuality, you're just disturbed by something. You're not really victimized Mm. by it. (laughs) You see what I did there? I tried to Mm. tie it together. I was trying to get some of that tuition money back. That's real. So don't say you a victim because <laughs> you was you sound like you had the upper hand in that case. Oh, we didn't talk about the whole women power thing. That was actually interesting too. That's a different show. Okay, go ahead. Go I'm ahead. not gonna go. I'm not gonna go into because no, that is a different show. I mean, we just that is this is just be a little longer. We just have to excuse people. Have to excuse us. <laughs> you can come back for part two. I think the podcast will remember where you where you left off. Uh, you know, but it's, it is a different show, but I do want to comment that he said that women have the power and men don't. Um. But he made some very clever, I will say. I don't agree with that statement, but the, the, the proof that he gave was very interesting. Because he said that when you're in a neighborhood, you know how you know if it's a good neighborhood? Right. Who's walking around in the middle of the day not working? In a good neighborhood. In the good, well, you know which is which is which. In the good neighborhood, well, if a woman, if women are walking around in the afternoon, not working, it's a, it's great a good neighborhood. neighborhood. Yeah. If men are, it's not. It's so dangerous, good. right? I mean, that's so true. so that's I don't, but but I that's true. Does it lead to his final statement, which is that women have the power? I don't know about that. Well. <clears throat> This is a different show, and you need to figure out what. <laughs> and, what but I, I, he, I know he was setting that up so that he could talk about the Jada Will dynamic, but go right. Ahead. But he actually did not go into that in great detail. He didn't, but he did talk about this concept that Will was called a bitch, right? And I think that relates to this whole the, the power dynamic. The power them. dynamic, yes, right, right. So. And where you feel you are. Anyway, so sorry for that aside. Be be informed is I think the major thing. And I honestly I I do recommend that people see it because I think that especially the people that come in trying to be messy because they just want to hear what he has to say about the Will Smith thing, there are some things leading up to that since it is at the very end that is worthwhile to for those people, especially messy people, to hear. Even yeah, if I don't I don't, I don't see how you hear the whole special and come away with talking about just Will and Jada, unless that's what you want to talk about, just Will and Jada. 
I'm gonna say I have a I agree with that call to action. But since we're on this topic, I, I have to say there is another call to action. If somebody who outweighs you by 50 pounds or so comes storming at you mad, you need to learn to buy them in weed. <laughs> don't, don't just stand there and take a slap because you're going to be talking about it a year later. I'm sorry. I just. You know, we talked about that. The shock. Always keep your left up. Okay. <laughs> Don't let the left drop. Don't let your guard drop. That's your call to action. <laughs> no Don't stupid question. Don't let your left drop. No stupid question. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>